Yeah. I'm sorry. He had a rally on the Trump rally. Like, make Russia great again. Cleanse the infidels, whatever. Um, he had a full stadium, like a full football stadium. Was this Russians that were? Full of people dressed in Russian colors. Right. Russian pride. Which I didn't even realize. It's, it's almost the same as the French flag, but it's... The stripes are vertical as opposed to, uh... No, the stripes are vertical at the French and horizontal and the uh, Russian. But it's the same colors. Blue, red, and white. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I red? mean... I don't think red's in it. Never mind. Anyway, he had red's in it. He, um... And he had the whole audience dressed up in, in the, uh, the color... And basically, he was—he's on a mercy mission in um, in uh, Ukraine to uh, try to rid the people of the Nazis and the dictatorships within Ukraine. That's his story. That's his story. He's sticking to it. Yeah. Wow, that's um, that's quite a story. So, did, did, how did you catch this? Because I heard it was hard to um, to listen to Putin's speeches. That there were there were you know often they were not available. Was there was it on RT or how, how did you hear it? I saw it on uh, I saw it on it came across one of the news sources on my news feed. I don't right. remember which one. What, was, what was it on it Facebook? It was a popular American. I think it was NBC. Was that on Facebook or was it a different uh, different platform? Yeah, they. Um, I just I don't see anything positive in the future. <laughs> I think it's just more negative. I'm not seeing a, a light in the tunnel at all. Well, they're I, already talking now. Remember, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago about them thinking that Russia to pull off some kind of tactical nuclear weapon. Or, out of a tank. Right. They're already talking about that right now. They're talking about just being passed around the news channels. Well, like a low-grade one? Like a low-grade missile? Like a low yeah, they, you know, yeah, low small one. They, right. they, uh, you know, they might only wipe out, you know, a mile. I don't know how much <laughs> to wipe out. It's, it's not as miles. much. Not 10 miles, right? I got you. So. I bet they're terribly devastating to a city, though. It wouldn't take much. It, I just see it. I just see, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, um, maybe I'm relating to his, his sanity or his madness or something, but I can see the next stage is being to do a tactical nuke somewhere. And I don't know what's going to happen after that. I, I, I can only speculate. Hopefully, we would, we would react in force immediately, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, what's going to happen, if that happens. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, it reminds me, because I just recently read Ray Bradbury's book, Fahrenheit 451, and, um, it very specifically talks about the, the, the year 2022, like, very specifically in the book, which is kind of crazy, because I just read it just a few weeks ago. Yeah, and um, it just kind of shocked me because it didn't have a lot of dates or years, but it did just talked about at some point that there was nuclear war in the year two thousand twenty-two. So it, it was just crazy to me. Wow. 
Um, and it reminds me also the um, the book uh, 1984. Also, same thing. Yeah. Um, just, just same, like really, just pronounced details about the uh, the way things are really the way things are now. You know, it's kind of crazy. I really can't believe. Yeah, that. He, he got it right in 1984. He yeah. did it. He hit the he hit the nail, man. So I mean, they just didn't have they. Didn't, he didn't know how the propaganda would be distributed exactly. Remember, the guy's job was pasting pictures into uh, frames and, and and superimposing stuff and, and pictures, and that was basically his job. Yeah, he would just he would just retroactively go back, and you know he would just get instructions on how to um, to go back on old. The articles of information and just basically manipulate them and, and change them stats or quotes or pictures or a- anything you know anything that they might want any given day to just make it disappear you know and they made people disappear the same way and so yeah i mean putin is a, is a dangerous individual he's been building up to this slowly over the course of time so I think that he this isn't this this is really just a really gradual so like a slow train wreck that we're seeing because the, he, he built up his forces at the border of Ukraine over the course of a year. And that, so that that kind of that was kind of that momentum was building right there. And he went and he took you know there at the uh, the, the Black Sea. He went and just took the area there in Crimea. And so, you know, he's been just steadily just testing. He walked in there. Yeah, he saw that. He did that during Obama, and I guess earlier during the Clintons, he was active. So, he, yeah. And then he was, he, he, he saw there was an opening when Trump was out. He could see that there was something really strange happening in American democracy when Trump was unexpectedly lost and this kind of fool entered the picture. And so, like I said, I don't trust that election at all. You have to be a complete moron to think that everything was on the up and up for that. But be that as it may, for whatever reason, the Washington deep state, the aristocracy of, of of our nation there decided they wanted to fold in Joe Biden, and that's what they did. So I think that Putin could see that, and he could see the rift that's in American politics we're so evenly divided. I mean, for most people, politically, the enemy is their own American, you know, neighbors and you know, I mean, counterparts in, in the United States. So we we really can't be united against, and we can't even really agree on issues with Ukraine, you know, and Russia. Like, I still hear the people in the news media taking sides, like it's some kind of UFC fight or something. You know, it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure why. I mean, it's really their thing. And it's really the provocative weakness of the United States. They must think they must be laughing at us. We look stupid because we have Harris and Biden. You know, simple as that. Well, there was a, there was a, uh, a talk with China's uh, what's what's his name? Xi. Yeah, right. Xi. Uh, a two-hour talk between him and Biden today, and I couldn't. I didn't glean much out of the report on it, except that Biden threatened China. Uh, not to, you know, support the Soviet or the rather the uh, Russian attack on Ukraine. And but but the, the leading people say if they try to go with go if they did try to do something like going to Taiwan, the consensus from what I've gathered is that Taiwan and our support would wipe them out. Right. 
Taiwan is ready for it, apparently. I didn't know that. So it wouldn't be a just walk in. It wouldn't be like Russia's doing in, in Crimea. It would be a full, and I mean, they got a lot more people. It'd be a full battle. Well, from the uh, the reports I've been getting, we've just upped our ante by several thousand troops that we put in Australia. And it looks like Vietnam is a, a deadly enemy of China, and they're all armed up and like ramped up right now, too. Maybe Thailand and other countries in the region have territorial disputes with with China's actions in the uh, the South China Sea, or just that whole region, you know, China's trying to have like supremacy over the area and take other people's, you know, encro yeah. encroach, encroach on other people's territorial, you know, boundaries in the water or whatever. So it's yeah, it's it's definitely the, the pressure is mounting, and um, yeah, I mean, with the way right. that they the way that they weaponized the Federal Reserve note and took and just basically took all that money from their central bank in Russia. They crushed the Russian people with that devastating blow. They really, you know, they really shouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? So, in my mind, um, well, gonna, they weaponized the, the economy. So that's why Saudi Arabia just came out and said that they would now um, be interested in taking the yuan, which is Chinese money, for their gas. For their currency. Right. So now we have major problems. I mean, it just seems like in one short year, Biden has... Totally just... That comes up every once in a while. Uh, like the euro would... Threat the euro might be the reserve currency for oil. Well, but, I mean, not now. I, I mean, change. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the EU is so weak right now. They're just... They're pathetic. They, they really can't do anything. And it's really like... It's really NATO that is kind of coming on the front burner right now. I don't know if... I don't know. I mean, it's it's an interesting position. But it's got to be, whatever they do, they got to, I mean, they're sending a lot of arms mm -hmm. to, uh, to Ukraine. But, however, if we take action, it's got to be a, it's got to be a deadly, overwhelming force. It's got to be, I hate to say shock and awe, but it's got to be, it's got to be a shock and awe campaign. Because, uh, I mean, I don't think the Russian people are really with this. Actually, to tell you the truth. And, I don't know what's going to happen. Or do you know what's going to happen? No, I mean, we're just watching this. This, yeah. Everyone on Earth, everyone on Earth is like, I mean, how many billions of people there are. Everyone's making their choices, and then you can just see it all happening. Everyone's making their choice. Like, I heard that some Russian soldiers were punching holes in their gas tanks. So they would run out of gas and just basically be stalled out yeah. and advance. Like, everyone's making choices all the time. And we're, I believe that, too. Yeah, we're affecting the future. All of us are. In, you know, in, in discreet and intimate, you know, in powerful ways, too, just in profound ways. So this is just, yeah, there's no way to predict it. There's no way to predict it. It's just um, just manifest. But, no, I think that uh, as far as Putin, I mean, I think that he can, he sees he can get away with this. And usually in war, tit for tat, like when you, it's kind of like a court case. Like when you open up a certain avenue of attack, then it kind of, it, 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 it justifies for the enemy to do the same thing in, in retaliation. So when they weaponize the money and attack the Russian people economically, it's just going to justify the Russians to do the same exact thing to America. And we're not, we're just not strong right now. We, and, you know, we do need to be military, militarily coordinated and decisive, but we just don't, our commander in chief is just, it's just so going to galvanize the Russian people against us. Yeah. That, that's another thing okay. too. There's all the different, different, you know, possible outcomes. We live 
like like the uh, the the guy was saying. I listened to the, uh, the 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 war room, but he was saying well, we live under the law of unintended consequences now. And so or they, they could they they, they could also they could also rebel against Putin. The CIA's experts are setting up rebellions. They did it yeah. all through South America, but but you just saw that they did, did like that. they got people in there setting up. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah, helping to support <clears throat> rebellion against the war. Of course, yeah. I think we'll see more and more of that. I mean, he did kill a lot of us. He killed uh, Navalny. Navalny, but I, <laughs> he, his his political competitor, he killed him off, and he, he put him in prison. And he's a pretty ruthless guy, man. He's a ruthless individual, this Putin. Well, from the looks of that, from the looks of that uh, campaign. Or not campaign, but little deal he had at the football field last night or yesterday. From the looks of that, the Russian people are all for it. I mean, and so it's a make, it's, make it's, Russia it's just propaganda. Right. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger put out. It was in Russian. I don't know how he got it to Russia, but it, it's it's subtitled in Russian. He had a report, uh, basically, of how bad Putin is. And, how horrible what he's doing is and what's really happening. And supposedly that's getting out to the Russian people somehow. I saw little clips of it. Yeah, so I mean, everyone, it's like an information war. I mean, everyone needs to come to a determination. Exactly what it is. Yeah, everyone, yeah, everyone has to come to a determination of what is going on. And so it's hard to find out. I mean, I heard that, that there was a New York Times, um, an, an old New York Times uh, journalist who was killed, but then I heard that, that that information was false, and so it's it's crazy what we're witnessing right now. If you look carefully, I mean, they, they were saying that they had the uh, the Phantom, you know, who was doing the the uh, flying the uh, the MIGs, and, and suppose, like, I mean, I don't know. I can't get a clear beat on what's really happening, so I just kind of stand back from it. Yeah, it, it, things change, and it seems like a, it seems like a kind of MK Ultra mind control. Things go, there's a shock, and then things get calm for a while, and you get used to it, and then they start feeding you information, and then there's another shock, and then things get calm for a while, and they feed you information, and that's how that's how that works. I think it works on a grand scale, not just a personalized scale. No, I mean, I, I, I wonder, I mean, they're talking a lot about this, the video that's coming out of some of the the, the supposed war crimes, I mean, yeah. it's, it's all really subjective to me because I'm, I'm just like so many degrees of separation removed from those events, so it's hard, I mean, I just have to take other people's word for it that the images I'm looking at are real or the video is like, it's not from like the Croatian war like 10 years ago or some shit, you know, there's no telling. You just have to be careful. You have to give it a couple of days to see if it's actually like valid, you know, valid news. I think what you're feeling is the zeitgeist of the times right now because I feel and I feel the same way. I I don't know what to really trust, and I have to decide what to trust, and then that dictates what I will trust along in the future. And it it it's very difficult. No, it's true because I mean, a lot of people will question the some of the information coming. It's a lot of propaganda flying around. They're questioning some of the videos, like is there really a war going on? Like, so I just look at all this different varying. Everyone has all this subjective opinion, and it's just really chaotic, you know. But yeah, I mean, 
I looked at some of Putin's speeches, and he looks like he's exasperated. I saw this one where he was on TV, and he does this big huff. In the middle of it, he's like, <sighs> like in the middle of the speech, you know, it's like he's talking about the all, all the, um, the the scum and the traitors. They're not, yeah. You know, like, yeah, he just seems like he's under a lot of pressure. It's got to be, uh, but I, mean, I think that, I think I think the way I don't know. I think he's kind of looks like a psycho, man. He's yeah. got dead eyes, dude. Yeah, he's a psycho. His eyes are dead. We look at it and you don't really see a person in there. You see a, I don't know, a evil spirit or something. No, I mean, I think he just, he's he's like an old KGB hand. For, you know, he just, he, he he's like one of the richest men in the world. So he's built himself up in, in, in the power oligarchy over there, the power elite, which is just a crime, different crime syndicates, and how they interrelate. You know, it's really just, it's just their, like, form of their aristocracy or their nobility. And, you know, they've just, they've always been controlling the wealth and resources, and, and so they just kind of settle into place. And Yeah. And, um, I, I mean, the history of Russia is fascinating because they were they were ruled by czars, and czar is really a Cyrillic word that kind of means Caesar. So Caesar and czar are you know are, are roots, words that have the same root meaning and uh, etymology and so really the czar ruled there for many many generations and many centuries and then all of a sudden in 1905 and 1907 and 1915 there were major uprisings in Russia that you know, really challenged the czar's power and really ousted his power and they had these new socialist Marx yeah Marx and Leninist you know Leninist ideas they were coming into popularity, but they really brought in Trotsky and Lenin and, and other agitators from, from Manhattan, from New York City, in Brooklyn area. And at that point, in 1910, 1950, they kind of raised them up with gold bullion that was sent from New York banking elites that kind of just funded them into existence to be professional agitators. It's like, it's like bringing Antifa in, you know, people who are professionally engaged in, in you know, busting riots and and creating havoc and you know ca causing arson and just basically burning down the system in order to get power. And so yeah. they brought them in these professional Bolsheviks, and of course Bolshevik just means majority. So they were claiming to be the majority and to be like this hard democracy. That's why in America we have a republic. We have a republican form of democracy. We just don't. We don't just go by the rule of the mob. No, we have to protect the minority, and the minority has rights too. So that's that's the different about difference, you know, with the republicanism. But with this idea of Bolshevism, it was going to be majority rule, and they would have this idea of they would everyone would vote one time forever, you know, and that would be the last vote. So once they kind of got into power, they just broke the system of a revolving democratic ballot, and just you know they just Stalin basically took over and killed everybody. But it's yeah. out of that kind like, of like background, yeah. Fifty million under Stalin. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, fifty million is what what I heard. Yeah, if you ever watch any of the the old, you know, really like hard history about what he did and how how many people, how many generations of of like sycophants and generals that he kind of killed off, it, it's really just disturbing, you know. Yeah. And he ended up with just the final fledgling. Followers that were just like worshipful. And, I think uh, I'm gonna read up on get, again on that tonight. It's really hard, I, man. Yeah, I, I, I know. So I know the details, but I don't know. I forgot a lot of them. All I remember is sitting there and being like sick. As I remember, like he kind of did what Saddam Hussein did: is he brought all of his generals and his military like commanders in, 
and just basically arrested them all and marched them off to be shot and replaced them with their underlings. And he did that like systematically, like every so often in a wave of like terror, you know, inside of his own organization. So he was really like crazy how he did it. And um, he never allowed there even to be a chance that there was ever even a traitor. You know, I mean, he just he just he allowed people to serve as his commanders for a while, and then after a while, he just took took them out. They were too close for comfort, and they he removed them and brought others in. And um, he did that his entire life. Even when they when he died, they were so scared to enter the room that he sat in there dead for I don't know several days before anybody had the the, the nerve to go in there and actually you know possibly disturb yeah. him. You know. Because if you disturbed them, you're going to get killed, you know, period. So it's in this backdrop of, like, you know, Russian totalitarianism that that Putin's kind of filling the, the world stage. And um, he, he's not only being prompted by the fact that we made Ukraine our own little, like, military fiefdom. And we put our little labs there. And we had, you know, we were basically propping up you know, even Zelensky was a pro-American candidate that, that America had a lot to do with. So we were man- manipulating and meddling in affairs there. So it doesn't surprise me that, that Putin's going to do what he does, you know? Yeah. And we kind of asking for it. Did you see it. his comedy show? You know, he was a comedian. Not a comedian, but he had a uh, pseudo-documentary uh, type show of, uh, that he was in. I only saw clips of it, so I don't know. It, it was on Netflix, I think. No, I never did. They're, never show, they're, they're showing it again. It's about ten years old. I didn't realize he was an actor that recently. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get that with you. All right, peace. All right, right back. Miles today. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, was, I did five of it this morning at dawn, and I did um, another two later on this afternoon. Not because I wanted to, but. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were just getting like super motivated. You're like, I'm gonna change my life, and yeah, I am trying to. I'm trying to quit on nicotine. Oh man, wow, nicotine is yeah, that's a hard one. It's just making my me grind my teeth more than usual, and when I have a vape, I vape all the time. Yeah, there's no limits with the vape, and then the nicotine's even more concentrated. So it's like nic- like it's like cigarettes are like or just not enough gotta like yeah are you off the nicotine yeah I totally quit I mean I try to watch out even if people are like smoking weed I don't even if they have to have a blunt wrap I just avoid it cause it, yeah. nicotine is as soon as it gets in your system it just it just is very uh, overpowering I had a pastor that told me one time uh, he said in order to stop sinning this was a little different, but you must learn to hate the sin as much as you once loved it. Right. <laughs> Which I, I, I can see that you have to learn to hate it. That's a good. I don't advice. hate it yet. Yeah, I mean, you just have to recognize that the danger it opposes to your health. You know, I mean, I guess that's the thing. Um, and I'm not too sure about the. Um, I'm not too sure about the the vapes because there's no really there's a lot of them have acetone in them or just uh, they have things in yeah, them. Yeah, I've like heard they have different different chemicals in it. They use to isolate it. And it's not good for you. You need like you need the organic thing. You know, you need like the, the hippies to make it because they're they're like more cautious, I guess. But if you get it from China, probably not too good. But. Uh-huh. Um, 
So, um, so how's it been? I mean, I just wanted to catch up with you on just current events. You know, things are kind of just really wonky in the world right now. I don't know. Um, we, we, we are so close to the end of times, man. It's yeah, just, I feel it, man. I feel it. I want to get the just, sign out. Like, the end is nigh. And just get ready. Well, I got like, I tell you. Yeah, I got the chicken coop going, and we have the chickens out there. I mean, I, I guess the radiation fallout will kill them too. I, I just try trying to do something. Yeah. <laughs> trying to keep the area in the uh, coal mine. Yeah. And the chickens die. You know, you're next. Have you ever had some Amazon? Do you ever like? check on the uh, Amazon Prime and what do you are you able to watch that on TV yeah I watch it sometimes that's awesome it's got it, it's, it's got more good movies but they make you pay for them a lot of times oh I saw an awesome movie last night what was it it was uh I'm gonna get it wrong but it was something like um everything all at once it's about the multiverse okay but it parallels uh the Matrix in a lot of ways, and it, uh, but it has some comic relief in it. It's it's got some funny parts in it, but it's a kung fu movie. And, awesome. uh, gotcha. You know, and you never know when they're going to break into a kung fu move or something. But they have a. It's, it's about this chick that has this ability to sense her or to go to her other her other universes that have her in it. Right. So she can kind of switch between them and stuff. It is, I, I, it, to try to explain the movie to you would be too difficult. It says if you get a chance to see it, watch it. It's, it's, uh, it's called, I think it's called Everything, All the Time, All Right Now, or something like that. Gotcha. It's got an awkward title. I think it's I've seen that at, title, uh, yeah. It's playing at um, Five Points Theater. Yeah, usually after enough time, everything kind of ends up on Amazon. I mean, Prime and stuff. I mean, and um, I mean, you get a lot of movies that are new releases off of that. I can find stuff that they have they don't have. I can find titles they don't have, and it's it's kind of crazy how that all works. But uh, I'll send you the trailer for the movie in a little while. So, so we got um we got Russia. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know the motivations. I don't know what's wrong with Putin. I, I just don't know. Right. We got Elon Musk, who's being the hero of the world, trying to get by Twitter. And they rejected his offer of $43 billion. That was insane. So he's, he's going to come back in 10 days with a, a counteroffer. He has the ability to, to uh, do a... What kind of takeover is that? A harsh? What is it? An aggressive one? Is that the right An word? aggressive takeover, yeah. yeah. But the point is, Hostile he's, takeover, yeah. he's trying to increase free speech. That's what his goal is. He, he's, he's a, I guess, philanthropist in a way, in all ways. Well, and, it must uh, be appalling that, that Twitter has this kind of like, marketplace cornered of, on global communications and, 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 and there's so much uh, centered there and for them to have this kind of uh, censorship policy it's it's kind of it's it's extraordinary and it's it's embarrassing really and it's, it's embarrassing because really, they, they banned Donald Trump 
Well, and, and him and plus a whole bunch of other people. Yeah, and a bunch of other people. You know what's really going on here? It's really just a bunch of young kid little, like, uh, hack nerds up in, in Twitter. These little, tw- you know, the, the, the millennials are 20-somethings. And, and once they go in there, there's so many users, so many billions of profiles. Once they go in there and mess with somebody and they just kind of turn them off, like, no one even knows they're gone. They're just, you know what I mean? On some level, you're just dealing with the... The, the administrators inside the actual company. So, I mean, there's really no one to, there's no recourse. There's no way to have anyone take a look at your situation. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's so yeah, I mean, well, I think I've that got this, I've got this page. There's a group called beautiful stuff photography. And, um, I'm noticing there's, there's only like 55 or 57 people in it, but each post only gets, Two or three views, if, if that. So I don't know what kind of algorithm they use as far as everybody in the group doesn't get the post. Just some people do. Mm-hmm. How, do they, how does that work, you know? So you're in the group, but you really just can only look and you can't really post? So no, I, I, I post, but I look at the views. It tells you how many people view each post. Right. And a lot of my posts have zeroed to three, maybe three views. Have you noticed uh, that in, 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 in the heuristics inside, like the actual algorithm and the programming, like some places you go, you can look, you can look at the details like that, and other places you can't. So it's really like it's kind of strange how how they kind of orchestrate things in the uh, in the environment. You know, when you're actually using the app. And yeah. So, I'm not really sure. I mean, it's it's highly manipulated and it's highly like programmed towards messing with our psychology and you know and trying to get us to to have like a serotonin release or something. You know, it's very addictive, right? So it's it's extraordinary how like the the light scheme and how they kind of like set everything in this kind of weird tone so that you just kind of scroll and scroll and and you're like you're the product. I mean, you're there for free. They're there to just show you ads and basically influence you and show you, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's a strange situation. Like, uh, we should we should get paid. Facebook should pay us. You know, right? We're going on there. It's, it's amazing. We do it for free. I'm about to. I have a cigar. I'm about to smoke three, three drags of it. <laughs> just to get all the things. I guess that's a better way to do it. Just, you're not breathing it in. Just puff it in your mouth. I don't want to stop completely. Anyway, um, so what's going to happen with Russia? Well, I kind of wonder. I've been hearing more about the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab, and it's kind of been echoing in the background of our minds for a long time. And um, this one guy was talking about how everything has really gone off the rails for us. When Clinton put us in the uh, the World uh, Trade Organization or whatever happened there, so it looks like to me that Zelensky and Putin were were both associated with the World Economic Forum, and they were like Klaus Schwab's um, young future leaders club. So if you go back and rewind the tape back to when they were young men, they both were in this same situation where they were in this group, uh, Klaus Schwab's group, the future leaders. Uh, 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 whatever. So there's more there to like to do research on, but I'm starting to wonder how orchestrated it, it really is. So I think it's very orchestrated, right? 
And I'm convinced that our phones hear hear what we're saying. Oh, absolutely, they do. And your your phone has it's, five it's too cameras. Many coincidences. How does your phone have five cameras? Explain to me how that one works. Like, you know, like you have five different like camera capacities when you take pictures. Like, what's what's going on with that? We are. I mean, to me, this is all just like a DARPA simulation. You know, they. I think they scaled out this technology in advance, well ahead. And it's just kind of releasing commercially, like, as if it's organic, like it's the natural development of the technological uh, of modernity. You know, it's just kind of like, Here, here's a new product, check it out. But I don't think it's 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 really working like that. I think it's all part of, um, as we're going into 5G especially, I think it's all kind of tuning in to this larger mega grid, the superstructure of technology that we're kind of being... You know, you can. You know what I mean? We're kind of being led down a primrose path, and and um, and the agitation too in the southern border is extraordinary. How that how that's developing because we're going to have another I, they ten million people. They seized enough. Uh, what do you call it? What's that drug? A fentanyl or fentanyl to kill everyone in America ten times. Yeah. They can just produce it, so they, it's not coming from a plant. They just totally cook it up, and they can do it on mass. And then they have car fentanyl, which is apparently a hundred times stronger than regular fentanyl. So it's and really they just pills, yeah. They make pills out of it, man. I got a, um. This was last year. I got a um. I won't go into that, but it's it, it's 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 a terrible thing, man. It's 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 awful the way people. I know a few people that have died from it. Already. Oh yeah, it's an epidemic. I mean, we we all do at this point. You know, people are dying left and right. I think they're just trying to get some drugs and and like the way that the concentration is on that. Like you think you know what you're doing, and then of course it, it's it's a murder drug too. These guys like to put it in other things and kill people. I think that people are dying by accident. And, they make um, other pills. They make Xanax, and they make... Um, fake ones, right. That's, lots of that, uh, that looks just like it, but it's fentanyl. And for for seasoned opiate users, it's, they probably like it, but it's really strong, but... Um, well, you need, you need you, at that, this point, your body is craving a solution. So you take something, and you get something that covers that, and, and it takes care of, you, you, know, you, you know, the kind of aching, addict, addictive urge that you're having, so fentanyl just kind of, you know what I mean? It's it's a dangerous thing, because it's, once your brain like gets... Micrograms. It's right. like it measured in micrograms. It's, it's the amount that you need is so small. It's like a thousand times stronger than morphine. And they yeah. mix it up, and they cut it, you know, and That's crazy. local drug dealers cut it and try to make it the right dose, and one dose might be okay, and the next dose is a killer. Yeah, I think that and sometimes it's intentional too. I think that they're doing it to people. It's it's because they love to. You know, it's. I, I'm I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm sure not everyone does that, but I I'm think sure they, they do. That. Yeah, I mean, not to be so cynical, but yeah, it's. Um, I think it's going to be an explosive epidemic. And um, I think people are really messed up with meth too. Like you know, I, I mean, everyone can see the the ramifications in, in our own lives, and and with people who are just messed up with it. You know, when I go into Gainesville, sometimes yeah, I went uh, just pulling into the on, on the exit ramp and going in, to the, you know, the underpass, 
there's some people down there with like a bunch of boxes and they're just really messed up and you can see they're almost like zombies they're kind of tweaking out and yeah and there's really nothing you can do i mean it's an epidemic so i think that at this point america is just i mean we're, we're it's the end of our debt currency too as far as the debt cycle of our currency it's coming to where it's becoming unmanageable um, we're not going to be able it, to. It, it's just not. It's just numbers on a on a on a screen. You know, they don't. They don't. You don't even know anymore. How do you? How do you visualize a trillion? You know. I mean, yeah, it's not intuitive. It's, it's, the pressure on the dollar is the, as far as wages are not going up, but but the spending power of your dollar is going down. So if you just want to go get a drink, you know, if you know, if you just want, you know, every purchase. The prices are being pushed up higher and higher, so there's so much pressure on people's wages. That's how it's really going to happen. You know what I mean? When people really are, are, they can't keep up as far as running in the wheel. And, and Biden is is just an extraordinary, sad like humiliation. You know, I think that I was watching this one video where Saudi Arabia is putting out like the video. Yeah, yeah. You see it where they're making fun of him. Yeah, I guess everyone's seen it. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think Biden's going to make it another. I don't think he's going to make it to the end of the year. I think he's going to be forced to resign, and we're going to have President Harris. Yeah, I think which that is scary. I think that the pressure is there, and it really. I, I think Hunter Biden is looking at indictments. You know what I mean? I don't think he's going to be able to get out of it. I think Hillary Clinton's looking really bad. Durham, the Durham um, special counsel is still rolling on, and since he's done all that that he's done now. Uh, Merrick Garland, the uh, the Attorney General, it's crazy politics. Like he, he can't really roll it back. He can't really like get rid of this investigation. You know what I mean? It's like it's gonna it's kind of like the Mueller probe, but it's on the other side of the aisle, right? So it's gonna go hard and just continue they on need, and on. They need to they need to measure what they do so that Biden can't turn around and and pardon them. Right? No, you're right. I guess he could, but it would be just it would be. A Pyrrhic victory because it would just be so, such an gross abuse of power that we got at that point you could just you'd have you to impeach him. He, 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 he spoke, he, 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 he said the gist of it is he said there's exactly one, one thing that describes this, and then he went off talking about all kind of shit. I mean, just nonsense, complete nonsense. Right. And then they showed him, and then another video I saw of him, or I saw it when it was the story last week. He 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 was at a party, and he was looking around for someone to talk to, and there was no one there. And he goes over to Obama and oh, puts yeah. his arm on his shoulder, and Obama ignores him, and he's just walking around like a sad little kid. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, then he is another one. He spoke at it was a something a, a black leadership conference of some kind, and he spoke. And when he finished speaking, he speaking he turned around with his hand out to shake, and there was no one there to shake his hand. Yeah. Yeah. No one ran up to shake his it's hand. Totally he looked around for a minute, and then he walked off the stage. It's astonishing, dude. <laughs> it's really the craziest thing. I mean, the guy is, is done. I mean, and then and I, I think that. There's no real pressure from from Harris because I don't think I think she's scared out of her mind. I mean, I mean, there's no telling. Maybe her ambition and hubris is like off the chart, and she just can't wait to sit in the chair and like. Don't forget about Nancy though. 
I'm just saying, I think at this point, what you're dealing with, with President Harris, I, I think she'll go totally nuts. She'll try to, like, revoke the guns. She'll do executive orders. So she'll, I mean, she, it'll, be a, it'll be a total, like, what do you call it? it uh, um, who was the woman of the a Jezebel situation? Like, she's just, she's totally sick and depraved. And I, I'll probably get arrested for saying this later on by the, uh, the secret police that she'll set up. But, but, I mean, I don't know if she's capable of it, but that, that's what you're dealing with. She's not very I mean, of the three, of Harris, Biden, and Pelosi, I would rather Pelosi be in charge. That's scary. I think no she's... And, and that's no, he's right. No, that, actually, but I think she has the most no, because sense of she, the three. she wouldn't be completely insane with power. Like, she's she's kind of had it for a long time. Like she would just do her little thing. I mean, she probably would push for weird political things, but she wouldn't be as nuts. I mean, Biden's out of there, dude. His son, I mean, look, the the whole investigation into Hunter Biden, it's bringing the roof down because they already sent, it was actually um, John Kerry's, uh, one of, uh, I think his stepson was involved there too on the side. A lot of people are going to start going down because look, if Biden was a strong leader, he could step in and, and he could he could like defend fend all this off, but since he's so done, like there's no one protecting him. You know, he's done. He's Let done me ask you this: I think, I think Obama Obama is in control. He's been in control. It's obvious that him and the Clintons are running the show here. You know, in the background. Do you think that? Do you think Putin would have invaded Ukraine if we had not withdrawn from uh, Afghanistan the way we did? No, absolutely not. I think that I don't think that Putin could believe that Trump really lost. Because he was even kind of like holding out for a few weeks, kind of like waiting to see what would happen. I remember that. I remember how it went down, like after the, the election stopped counting and things kind of started going sideways and the counting kept going on for days and days. And it just kind of like somehow Biden won. And so I think I remember Putin was just hanging in there with, with President uh, Trump for a few weeks, just like just waiting to see what would happen. But I think when they realized that it was such an upset and that the thing got hacked... And that Biden, this clown, and Biden is a totally sold out asset of China, and and, and he he all, all the shenanigans. Yeah, yeah that that's exactly why he went into Ukraine was because of Biden, because because all the, the you know Hunter Biden was getting money from Burisma, the uh, the energy conglomerate there, like the, the, all the corruption with the Biden family from the last decades has involved Ukraine, you know. So even even some of the secret labs, the chemical labs uh, that were funded. In Ukraine, that that Putin targeted, um, were were had Hunter Biden's uh, uh, dealings in them. Like it's, I don't know, it's all coming yeah. out. So since it's so corrupt and so vile, no one's going to protect the interest of Biden to keep him safe and keep this all. I know it's going to blow up. And so I think Hunter's going to go down. I think, uh, yeah, man, it's going to be horrible. I, and, and and then also, the big since he had to pick such a weak partner in Harris, it just it just exposed us all to this tough situation like who's gonna command these generals like who's gonna run this shit yeah she got she got the least democratic votes in the primary of any of them she got the she was the bottom of the in the polls you can see it in your mind right you can see all listed out all the democrat candidates at the very bottom is biden and then beneath him at the very bottom is fucking harris so it's really an amazing and almost like a joke on the American people that they were like pulled out, the elections hacked, and somehow they're like they're installed, you know, by the uh, the regime. But 
it's really the international regime that is just trying to the World Economic Forum, the World Trade Organization, right? I mean, we we need to kick the UN out. It's never going to happen, right? It, I mean, it really, we really do. The UN needs to go down. I mean, we, I mean, why don't we just expel it? I mean, I guess we can't, but. I don't see why we don't. We could at any time. We have we have absolutely no right. I mean, it's almost like a private organization, like a bridge club. But it's the United Nations organization. They can just, yeah, we, they, they don't have any meaningful, real power. They have all this treaty. They're bind up in all these treaties now. But they're just killing us now. They're, they're trying to pull they, us in. That's what's going on at the southern border, too. They're diluting American sovereignty and national the national boundaries as people just kind of rush in, like, apparently, like, 300 Ukrainians couldn't get in, so they just went to Tijuana, this is on the news cycle, and they just stuck across the border, and they've just been given de facto, like, entrance into the country with papers, and and apparently, I mean, some some migrants are being, like, flown around the country, all over to different yeah, cities. They're, they're, How much is that where, um, Texas is sending them to D.C. What, do you need a plane flight anywhere? Do you need to go see some relatives? Maybe, maybe they'll give you a free flight and just, you know, like, what's the deal? I mean, how, you know, it, so what you're seeing, uh, the, the the underlying internationalist agenda is really what you call the North American Union, right? It's, it's so that as they kind of, like, merge the, the, the Mexico and Texas and they just kind of muddy it, the water so much that you can't really, like, put it back. Uh, apparently last month, another 250,000 people came across the border. So you can't really like, it's beyond rounding them up. I mean, you're, you're having internal civil war with the inhabitants of the country who are mostly like not English speakers. You see what I'm saying? No Abba English. And they're giving them cell phones. Oh, yeah. To track them. Well, of course, they'd be, but of course, it's just another way to buy them, too. It's like, here's a gift, here's a token. The fact that they're going to listen to everything they do and say. It's just part of the security apparatus. I do that now. You know, Where's my cell phone? All right. No, bro, you're part of the white, Protestant, right, the old the old order of nationalism and popular government. You know, you got to go. Like, you're a heretic. These people coming up from south of the border are hardcore, like, uh, Mary of Guadalupe, like, listen to the parish priest. I mean, that's how it's all being funded. It's all being funded through Catholic charities. That's coming up in one of the episodes. At the border, Catholic Charities is spending tens of millions of dollars to help orchestrate all this for the good of the people, you know. But of course, they're destroying America, and um, the people that are coming you here have to destroy America. In order to get the UN agenda, the United States has to go as a as a sovereign nation. It's got to be like like you said, the North American Union. That's right. And so that's what's going to happen now. I think that um, a lot of that, you're seeing that pushback happen um, with the truckers rally up in Canada. Justin Trudeau just totally smashed them. And um, you can see that the writing's on the wall for Americans. So if you're from south of the border and you're a Mexican national and you come here, you're all good. You're not even going to barely be arrested. You don't have a social security number. So you're really not in debt for all the, you're not really in hock for all the debt. As, as a citizen, right? It's really the people with social security numbers who owe the IRS who have to explain where all these trillions of dollars are being spent. Because I mean, the, the trillions of dollars of borrowing through our senators and through the, uh, the legislature that they're doing is on the good faith and credit of the American people, which is you and me. Like, we're, we're in hock to pay that all back. 
it comes out of our, our, our wages. I mean, you see what I'm saying? So that's that system doesn't really apply to Mexican nationals. It doesn't apply to people that are, are for Ukraine. I mean, these people don't have social... You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. we're, you know, we're really liable for this, the whole construct of this, and they're outside of the system. So whenever they go to court, they're just going to kind of pass through and then just kind of let me let go. You know, <laughs> that's why these people can, they can have a DUI and run over and kill people. And then like three weeks later, they're, they're, they're out and they're just, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm interested to see what's going to happen with that New York shoot, uh, subway guy. Because, uh, I mean. Apparently that never happened. I mean, if it was a white dude, I think they would have been still plastering his face up with his middle name. You had to give them all three names when they really, yeah. Yeah, the mayor of New York was he was he was upset. He was upset about uh, a few days later. There were I think three people, three black people killed by other black people, and he's like, "Where is black?" And I don't really like him and as as a thing, but he said, uh, "Where is Black Lives Matters when, <laughs> when you have black you lives have being people kill. killing black people?" That's where, where it's black most profoundly matters? important. Yeah, like yeah, they're only gonna they're only there as a Marxist group paid for by Soros to be like shock troops to show up when it's a police officer situation that they can take advantage of. They're just there to be rabble rousers and professional rioters. They're not actually there to address actual like generational. Uh, actual systemic problems in the communities themselves with the families and with the people that that's they're all just cannon fodder you know in the end yeah but no I well, think you, you have these did billionaires. you happen to see where uh, the governor of uh, Texas is sending busloads of people to D.C. yeah he's sending them the migrants he sent around 500 there already no they're doing and it and the says he's sending if they if they locate if they relocate uh, whatever you call them, refugees, illegal aliens, whatever. If they come to Florida, he said he said he's sending them to Delaware. No, it's really important right now for these governors to be empowered in their states because as the as the federal bureaucracy, the monolithic like security state, the biosecurity state is, is like faltering and they really can't figure out what they're doing on mask policies, you know, as far as like the, the judge struck down the mask policy. Everyone's happy. It's politically popular across the board, but I mean, they're not interested in democracy. They're just interested in, in control. So they're going to try to go back and, and, and turn it back and put the mask policy back in place and so it's this it's being exposed now and as as biden is so weak and kind of flimsy it's a good time for state governors to take back the power of, of the for their people in the states you know it's, it's see, that's that's what i want right that's what i want to see absolutely because the the federal after the civil war the federal like a leviathan there has just basically taken over uh, an imperial control over all the people in, in the states too that are subordinated it was it was federal supremacy you know the supremacy laws you know where, where there everyone was subordinated to this kind of weird little uh, district 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 of columbia this tiny little you know weird it was like a city state within itself this little power structure they set up and everyone was t taxed by it Everyone is being audited by the IRS. You know, all the all this control. You have to have your your ID. You have to have your social security number from the the, the city state of Washington D.C. And and everyone has to pay their taxes. So th that whole situation was was exacerbated when Lincoln had to take executive action and created the war powers 
And uh, the president at that time used Lincoln used the first executive orders, like we were talking about. So that that needs to be put back into place. I mean, we don't need a commander in chief who can give executive orders. It's not constitutional. It's not part of the Bill of Rights. It's not. It, yeah, they use they use that. Executive orders are supposed to be used in an extreme situation. They use it as as regular everyday business. Right, and no one questions it. I mean, the, the, the media is totally silent. Their balls are completely chopped up. There's no one out there that's going to hey, say, hey, what, what are they doing? I mean, they have to keep a state of emergency happening at all times because that's what give, gives Washington, D.C. its extraordinary power to act and to use NSA and to use the FBI and to use all these, you know, these, these powers that they have to against the American people. That's what allows them to keep these January 6th guys locked up for over a year without even going to court. Right, so I mean that—that's the suspension of habeas corpus. We're basically at martial law. No, yeah, one, that's no one wants to say it. domestic terrorists. Well, I mean that's what they've been building up. That—that's where this whole nine eleven thing has been leading to. It's been leading to, you know, a way to to create this this supposed uh, emergency necessity to start to track the American people and, and take away their civil rights. Um, so they're not protected anymore, you know. So I think that 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 QAnon thing had everything to do with getting those people there. There was obviously a lot of FBI agents that were there on the ground, and you can see that when you go to Revolver.com and look at uh, Darren Beatty's reporting. He blew yeah, that wide open. Agitators and paid agitators. And yeah. Apparently, listen, apparently the, the whole thing that happened with Gretchen Wichmer out there it was in Utah. I don't know where she's at. I don't even know the state. Is it Nevada? Wherever the the governor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So she um when she had her supposed FBI sting where they should they were the supposed yeah. Did you hear the reporting on that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought some of it. Yeah. So basically, they they had they they roped off a couple of dope homeless guys who were retarded, you know, probably drunk. So they just got a couple of guys to come and sit down and, and complain about Gretchen Wichmer and created a huge FBI case about it and said that they were going to kidnap her and blow up her home and they were going to take over the Capitol and they were going to... All this kind of madness was, was this, like, hyped-up, fake FBI investigation. That, that whole thing ramped up a few weeks later, like two months later or three months later to end up being the, uh, the January 6th thing. So they kind of rolled it into, it was the same thing, it was, it was like an attack on the Capitol, and they, yeah, it's, it's extraordinary what we're witnessing in history here, and, and the, the Republic is, is in terrible danger. The one guy who was a January 6th uh, Fed-surrectionist, that's what we're calling it now, the Fed-surrection. So he, yeah. he was supposed to be a January 6th guy. He showed on video that the cop opens the door for him and lets him in, and they drop the case. So the whole thing is yeah. faltering. The whole narrative is faltering and breaking apart. And I'm worried now what the next level is, because they have to take it up to the next level, right? So we're, we have to we're have... contrary territory. I, mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think they're going to give it up. I don't think they're just going to let things just play out and lose. They're going to... Something, something um, like... You know, something is going to happen, yeah, that will make it a whole new emergency. And um, I think that's where they get their power, man, is from the states of emergency and then being able to, to operate under that war powers. So that's what Abraham I mean, Lincoln set up. How long have we been under states of emergency? I mean, it just it's endless. Yeah, that's the whole point. It, the actual de jure republic and the constitutional normalcy needs to be reinstated. So all those war powers need to be put away. The, the reason why Abraham Lincoln started using executive orders was because the, uh, the, the, the Senate, the quorum of the Senate was broken when the, when the Southern senators left and they could no longer make law 
So the government was basically broke down, and so he started using executive orders to give commands. And ever since then, we don't need we don't need that anymore. You see what I'm saying? But it's they something need to take it away. They and, do. And, and give them a limited, you know, limited somehow. The Constitution limits them. So that's the whole point: is that we need to just go back and, and read the Constitution and, and do what it says. It, it says to coin money and gold and silver. It says that yeah, man. There's there's a lot of things we need to to change here. I think the American people is too illiterate, too uneducated, and they're too imbibed with the media narrative. They won't ask these questions. They won't. They won't. They're just taking everything as face value, and they're leading. The, the American people down a primrose path because we have no recourse. In the end, there's no like way to solve the problem. It's just like more executive orders. So if Trump comes in and he won't do what needs to be done, he's really no different than Biden. You see what I'm saying? If he just borrows a bunch more trillion dollars of spending, if he just issues more executive orders, if he just keeps the status quo, it doesn't really matter if it's blue or red. That's what that, that's what people really need to understand. That we need somebody to put the the exact the the exact you know, uh, a branch, and you know, they put put the order back, the constitutional order back into place. Right, we're gonna have uh, not not to change the subject, but I guess I will a little bit. Um, Roe versus Wade. <laughs> we're already the states are starting to come to their senses now, right? And 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 they're limiting abortion. I think it's I think it's Texas, which is no big surprise. But um, they're they've limited abortions to the mother's life in in danger. The only reason for an abortion. There has been several, several governors who have just enacted laws. I think we have one in Florida that that basically slowed down the process there too, and by making it, making limitations on it. So it's definitely a huge move. I mean, I literally get on my knees and pray to God that we could come to our senses because there's a lot of innocent blood that's just been. A lot. The, the, and that's uh, a homicide. Where I, you are I not mean, allowed I, to have an You can look at that from a, a religious perspective really as. Uh, as being their their sacrifices, you know, to, to to Satan. Sorry. Well, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're sacrifices. Killing, they're killing unborn children. Yeah, they're sacrifices to our own convenience and to our own like sexual adventurism, where it's just a convenient way to keep on having sex. I mean, you know what I mean? That that, that that's an insane way to be. I mean, the, the people are. It's it's it goes part and parcel with the state kind of replacing the fathers out of the home, and it, it just goes to the, the the heart of our entire culture and the meaning of life. I mean, if we can't even bring about and rear our own children and bring them into the world, and of course, these people now we have the, the this other side of the, the extreme left who who just would probably they're kind of Malthusian they would probably put an end to the human race anyway to save the planet so they're, they're kind of they're kind of human haters anyway so it's, yeah. it's a bizarre thing especially the most rich and powerful the most you know you get, you get to see the extreme elite like the Bill Gates of the world they're totally Malthusian they're totally like anti-human and they're just there to just, you know, be a germ of hatred, like an idea virus and a weapon against humanity, you know? So they're really, they're trying to do this world, like, what could be more cynical and evil than population control and trying to bring, you know, trying to extinguish, to crop back, to call back the human herd to something that seems more reasonable to them? You know, it's, it's, it's the most insane and evil thing, but the, the, this is within reach now, you know, this, this ability to use economics to bring about some kind of utopian vision. It's the same old thing, you know, and um, 
I think we're just the useless eaters. I mean, if, if they're actually trying to do a calculus, they would say, listen, we have too many bovines in the field, and they're giving off too much cow farts, and, and this cow farts that you're having is actually changing the environment. Do you think they're not thinking about the calculation of human beings that just take up apartment complexes and just drive around SUVs and pollute? The, they're, they're thinking about doing a mass democide. And that's that's the that's the big picture. I mean, that's I mean that's what um, they they well, keep trying exemplifying. The UN's trying to get a foothold in with uh, with they want to be able to pass these climate change agendas as part of their power. Absolutely. And, 